0: Hey, hi, hello. Welcome back to Who's Keeping Score, the podcast. Um, I'm your host, Peyton Stirk. Um, Welcome back. Um, I'm really excited to be doing another episode. I hope you guys all liked the last one. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to be doing this one now. This is our second episode. It's pretty cool. Uh, I just wanted to thank you guys all again for joining once again. And, um, you know, really just excited to be doing this podcast, sharing my thoughts and feelings and my ideas and my beliefs and all that stuff, and I'm just really thankful to be, uh, to have this kind of thing going on for me too, I think it's really good for me, Um, but yeah, with that being said, welcome back, if you haven't already, please, please, please go follow my social media accounts, Um, my personal Instagram is at Peyton Sterk, all lowercase, P-A-Y-T-O-N is my name, S T E R K at Peyton Sturck, all lowercase the podcast account at who's keeping score underscore so at who's keeping score underscore and my TikTok account which is at Peyton Sturck 16 spelled the same way as last one at Peyton Sturck 16. Please follow and share this and stuff if you guys like it I would really appreciate it to reach more people get more people involved that kind of thing really would appreciate that um But yeah, this episode, last episode, I really just um explained what the podcast was, how it's gonna work, who I am, kind of introduced who I am, what I'm interested in, kind of got a little get to know me kind of podcast, you know. Um, this podcast, we're gonna talk more about my basketball history, how, like, you know, how things happened for me in basketball, how I got to California, how I moved, um, basically, and like how being in college um, my thoughts and feelings for basketball changed and really just like you know talking about that kind of stuff and then I'm also going to talk about how or not how I'm going to talk about hobbies, hacks, um, habits that I really found helpful to me. We're going to talk about 10 and specific- specifically that have really been helpful to me to not to kind of get out of my head so that my head does not affect the, my whole day because I, I said in the past episode like basketball has been my identity for I don't know how long and that I kind of don't really want it to be my identity anymore and I don't want it to consume me and consume my whole entire day and that kind of stuff so um those that's just kind of what this podcast is going to talk about that's kind of a little uh little sneak peek um but Anyways, let's get on into it. What do you say? Um as I mentioned before in the past episode, I have played basketball since I was 3 years old. I ha- has been a part of uh my day every day for as long as I can remember. Um I also didn't mention this. Not only has it been a part of my day just myself, it has been a part of my day and my whole entire family. Like both my siblings play basketball or played basketball. Both my parents played basketball as well. So, we were a basketball family. So, it was a, a round robin kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, basically, I'm just going to talk about how I wanted to be a collegiate basketball player, how that started for me, high school, college how i got here and then how college made me feel so let's get into it so um i started so i always played recreational basketball probably until 6th grade so like my parents coach kind of thing we were really good woo triple threat was our team's name that's crazy um but yeah we were really good my parents coached me all that stuff when I was started middle school I decided I wanted to be a little bit more serious about basketball I wanted to make it one of my mainer sports as I said before I was always required to play sports for the school but like it was going to be my 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 sport I played outside of school right so um in sixth grade we started going to Denver me my parents uh, took me to Denver to play for an AAU team because I lived in Colorado Springs which is not a huge basketball town more volleyball soccer town if you know what I'm saying um, so, we drove um, an hour and a half multiple times a week to go to practice, um, if not longer than an hour and a half. it Yeah, every... So, at that age, though, I probably only practiced three times a week, but it got to four or five times a week that I would go up to Denver for practice and games and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so I played for EJ Hoops was my AAU team. Um, that's what our name was, for those of you who know what I'm talking about, EJ Hoops. Um, that was quite a time in my life. Um, My coach, I feel like this is really where I figured out who I was as a basketball player. I had, I really was able to build confidence in myself as a human and myself as a basketball player because I was pushed to limits that I don't think I've been pushed to in a very, very, very long time. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really think that was a time where a lot of stuff kind of started working for me and that kind of thing. And I, I think that's where I also made the jump of being actually good at basketball. I'm like better than the rest of people around me was middle school. Um with that being said, my parents also kinda were like, We're not gonna do this if you're not gonna give it your hundred and fifty percent kind of thing. Like we're not gonna drive you two hours well, an hour and a half, two hours, um every every week multiple times a week if you're not gonna try at this if you're not gonna strive to be the best out of everyone you know what I'm saying so as I said before I um, come from a very competitive family Um, so that is when I really think I w- walked in and I just decided I'm gonna take this more seriously like this is my thing I'm gonna be the best I'm gonna work to be the best Um, and really really all that so that kinda happened. As I said, that's where I really made my jump to become a better basketball player. Um, and then I started high school. Um high school was ninth to twelfth grade, obviously. Um, but I I also what during all this I absolutely loved playing. I loved competing. I loved being the best. I loved winning. Um winning has always been something that I love to do. Um but when high school started, I was also very into basketball. I Kind of went to the school I went to basketball for basketball because they were better um um I started every game as a freshman, so I did not have a typical freshman year like playing under people, which I'm very fortunate for, but I started every game as a freshman. I actually think I started and played in every single high school game ever. I don't think I ever missed a game or I didn't start a game in all four of my years, which is crazy um. My high school was something. Let me tell you, that experience was something that <laughs> I just can't even put into words right now. Um, I had about six coaches in four years. I learned a lot about myself and how I acted, and who people I was around, and how people around who you're around affect you, kind of thing. You know, um, high school was a hot mess for me. I'm not gonna lie. I, uh, I. Like, am not like in a bad way. Like, I had a great time. Like, meant like it was great. I had fun and all that stuff. But it was just like a roller coaster of stuff going on. And we're gonna get way way into that. For those of you who know know what I'm talking about, but um, we're gonna get more into that another day. But we're gonna talk more about basketball right now than than life. But yes, high school for basketball was something. Was it was a great it was a great experience for me. I had a great time. I learned a lot played a lot of games um again just really loved loved basketball this is actually a time when my coach um my one of my first coaches <laughs> warned me like you better like not do this as much you better like to be a normal be, be a normal high school student and or else you're gonna get burned out and I was like now nah, you're crazy like that's never gonna happen right so like once again I would practice multiple times a day I would do multiple things a day I just wanted to be the best um I would say I was one of the best in my league in Colorado. Um it was cool. It was a really fun time. Um in Colorado Springs at least. Um but yes, it was a really uh fun time. I continued to play AAU basketball with EJ Hoops, however, my sophomore year in high school it the coach decided to discontinue it and that there was no longer going to be an EJ Hoops that kind of thing. So, I started to play with Colorado Premier EYBL, which was a Nike-sponsored team on the EYBL circuit. This was an experience. This was so fun um, and crazy at the same time. But um, I, I, as I said before, I never not played in the game. This team, I was the bench player for sure. Yes. Um, I was bench player before. However, I think this is the first time I actually enjoyed the social part of basketball. Like it was cool. Like, um, I met so many amazing players. Like I feel like everyone I played with on that team is playing division one basketball right now at a very, very high level. Um, I was surrounded by really great people. My coach was Keith Van Horn. Um, who was an NBA player, um, learned, learned a lot and that kind of thing. But it was an experience. Um, so I traveled a lot for basketball. This I think is where I really originally started my love for traveling. Cause it, during the summer we bounced around everywhere. I went from Louisville to Chicago to C- California to South Carolina to Texas to Phoenix to geez, Idaho. Literally, like so so much. I could keep going. Like I did. I say Iowa, Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas. Um trying to think Virginia I feel like those are all places that I've hit for sure at least once um but it was for anyone who has ever played AAU basketball they understand but um it was so fun and I I yeah I that's also where I started my love for traveling and that kind of things and um we were given a lot of stuff because we were a Nike sponsored team so that's so cool it's so fun to like have those things now and that kind of thing um but yeah as that was going on I was starting to get my first few offers I think I got my first offer to play collegiate basketball when I was a sophomore in high school but um yeah I started going on visits and I was excited um to finally be you know finally kind of accomplishing this dream that I've always wanted to accomplish kind of thing however I hated the recruiting process this is a process that I would never want to go through again ever. I, maybe this is different for everyone, but I really disliked it because I was a 15 to 18 year old girl. Um, excuse me. Um, and I was stressed. I was struggling. I called, um, probably everyone every d1 and d2 in america to try and get like interest and offers and that kind of thing i was definitely not a pro- top prospect by any means that people were finding me kind of thing i really had to work for my recruiting process um which was which was cool like it, i again i'm thankful for it. i'm not complaining at any means but i'm very thankful for it um but As while you're calling and you're talking to people, you're building connections with someone. And as I mentioned before, like I was a 15 to 18 year old girl. Like I'm building connections with someone. I'm talking to someone about my hopes, my dreams, and they're telling me about everything they can give me and offer me and, you know, all this stuff. And then it's like two weeks later, it's like, oh, yeah, never mind. And it's kind of, it was just like heartbreaking. I like got my heart broken. Over and over and over again, like because of college basketball and that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know, I feel like that those would be my first heartbreaks, not even like a breakup with a guy or anything. Like, that was my first heartbreak was just school saying, like, no thanks, kind of thing. Um, however, it got worse with COVID. Um, COVID, uh, for those of you who don't know, after the pandemic. Uh the NCAA decided to give everyone a year of their eligibility back because of how crappy the season was. So everyone got an, a year of an el- eligibility left back uh, a year of eligibility back. So with that being said, um many schools were like, "Oh my gosh, like we have our current players going to come back like for extra years and that kind of stuff." So you know, we're not going to recruit for that class. I was the incoming class. So it was kind of like dang that sucks so a lot of schools that I really liked were just like never mind kind of thing so that really sucked long story short I committed to Cal State East Bay which I thought was a great fit for me I always wanted to be in California um but I was for sure about it I came out here multiple times um my teammates who are a part of my recruiting process now or who my teammates now are a part of my recruiting process then can tell you about it I came a lot I was kind of high maintenance um uh that kind of thing but yeah I I committed I I really enjoyed it I was happy about um coming here I really enjoy it here uh for the most part like the area the team the people you know that kind of thing but yeah it was um it was something but It was kind of cool to finally be relieved and be like, yay, I'm playing what I always wanted to do. I'm doing what I always wanted to do, kind of thing. So it was really like an accomplishment um, that I like, accomplishment that I like succeeded in. So that was really cool. Um, Long story short, though, that's kind of how I got here. I I moved out here in August of my freshman year. I lived in the dorms the first year and I moved into the house the second year. I'm currently in the middle of my second year. Um, But yeah, I'm gonna just really talk now about like my feelings that I've had towards basketball, the feelings that I've had towards basketball and how it has affected um, my everyday life. because moving away a thousand miles, I realized that I am not supported by my original support system as much as you are when you're with them. 24 7. If that makes sense, like my parents and my family were, are still so so supportive of me and do so much for me, but it's just not the same when you're like away from them, right? So, um, one of the biggest feeling, one of the big the words I would describe my feeling, um, mentally would be lonely. I was, I am, I was extremely lonely. Um, the first, currently the first few years here, you know, and everything. Um, I was not around my family. I I was in a type of family where like um I saw them all the time like they would either either burst into my room we would all hang out we were all talking my house was very loud um getting to college and now being around people who are only children no hate but just saying it's very different and you have to like learn different things and that kind of stuff um But yeah, it was just extremely lonely. I still talked to my mom multiple times a day, my dad multiple times a day, that kind of thing. Um, But also to add on to that feeling lonely, I was starting to lose connections with like friends from home and that kind of thing, which made it um, harder because I was like growing up kind of thing. Like when you move away and you move past things, like sometimes those connections don't always stick. Um, sometimes they do for some people, which is really awesome. Like congrats go you, but sometimes they don't, which also led to like the loneliness feeling and that kind of thing. Um, to top onto that, um, I was being a young adult. I was finally, you know, living on my own somewhat, right? I was paying my rent. I was buying my own food. I was doing my laundry, which I love and I enjoy, um, and all that stuff. But, um, I was very fortunate, um, growing up, my mom did kind of all that stuff for me, so doing that on my own, it was kind of like, wow, I gotta, like, clean, I gotta do my laundry or else it doesn't get done, kind of thing, you know, um, which kind of sounds probably stuck up of me, but it's something that I went through and it's something I experienced and that kind of thing, so, yeah, I think one of the worst things that, um, came with loneliness and being an adult and that kind of thing was eating alone, this, It's something I don't feel like anyone would prepare you for if you came from a big family that you all were like surrounded by a whole bunch of people and a whole bunch of noises eating alone like making your food sitting at the table eating alone because I also came from a family that we weren't allowed to have phones or technology around so it's just kind of like weird to be like let me sit down and eat by myself kind of thing it was very lonely it was very hard for me for a while to to you know feel that and to go through that and that kind of stuff. And then on top of that, I had basketball. Sorry, I didn't not mean to bump that. I had basketball. Last year and this year have been rough seasons win wise, win record wise. Um, it has been long. My body is taking a toll. That my body changed a lot as well. Getting into college, like freshman fifteen is real. I feel like you definitely go through like a second um puberty too as a young woman. Like once you're hit like a certain age kind of I feel like I don't know maybe not maybe that's just me but that kind of thing like with my emotions and everything um um my body was taking a toll way more than it did in high school and AAU just because of how much was going on and how like often it was um that kind of thing this was the first time I mentioned all my basketball past not once that I ever felt like basketball was a chore or ever felt the burnout that I was warned about I feel like being here and doing all this um, basketball definitely felt like a chore it felt like something I just had to like get through every day I wake up and I'm just like oh I like I really don't want to go to practice like first time I ever felt like I don't want to play in this game type of vibe which is really sad because it's something that I loved like forever and that kind of thing um but to add on to that I just had no energy to do things I enjoyed right um which sucks because like this just shows that basketball like contained my whole life like for example um, it takes a lot of time, so, like, tomorrow, I have film at 6 a.m. with my coach, and then I have practice six forty-five to 9 a.m., then I have film 9 to 9 30, and then I have weights 10 to 11, and then I can finally go home, so I'm at the gym for sure for five hours, which, I like that it's back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. It's very nice. And again, I'm only... A div- only. This is still an accomplishment, but I'm only a Division two athlete. I can't even imagine, like, people at a higher level, level than me are going through. But, like, that's a lot, and I'm tired after it, so I, like, lost... And if my mental was tired, like, my body's tired, but also my mind is tired and exhausted and drained that I have no energy to do things that I enjoy doing, that I enjoy, like, getting me through the day type of thing, right? So... Um, I feel like a really bad part would be how practice and how basketball affected my every single day, right? So with that being said, I'm going to give you some examples of like how I acted and how it really affected, you know, um, my every day, like I just said. So things that I do slash would do is I dwell a lot. I pout. (laughs) That sounds kind of childish, but I would, I'd go to my room and I'd pout for hours and just like sit in here and, you know, do nothing, um, I would start fights and arguments with my partner and, like, just make, like, our relationship not great because I was in a mood and I just wanted to, like, be mean kind of thing, not even be mean, it's not like that, but I was just, like, I'm mad, I'm gonna take it on on you kind of thing, um, so, yeah, started fights and arguments with him, I would isolate myself and be alone all day, like, as I just said, like, I had low energy, I would lay in bed and I would coop up and do nothing, um, unless it was required me to do, like, I'd go to work. I wouldn't, like, miss out on work, and I, for the most part, would go to classes. Coach mom that i go to classes, but sometimes I didn't go to classes, but, um, that kind of thing. I would either eat everything in sight or not eat at all, <laughs> depending on the day, um, but That kind of thing, I would get um attitudes with my family members on the phone in person when they would come and visit that kind of thing. I still sometimes do that I apologize, but um making them worry about my well being all that stuff um it was just kind of it's just kind of a lot like that's a lot to that was happening, and it all had to do with my stress on basketball like i like it really does it all has to come down to my stress on basketball and how I moved out here to play basketball and how if I have a crap practice it leads to a crap day because honestly none of these things happen if I played amazing like if I had a really good practice like the coach was like great practice Peyton like you really did good today kind of thing like I was like yeah like whoa I'm gonna go for a walk today or I'm gonna eat this, I'm gonna do this, like, I'm really excited, I had a great day, I'm gonna do great on this test, kind of thing, but if it was, like, Peyton, what the hell are you doing at practice today, get your crap together, kind of thing, then I was, like, oh, like, this sucks, like, I'm upset, this kind of thing, and, um, I also grew up in a buck-up buttercup kind of household, so I'll get more into that in a little bit, but kind of, like, telling myself like you're fine get over it but when I was really like upset like and not kind of validating my own feelings to a certain extent um was yeah was rough and that kind of thing so those are just kind of why I felt how I felt how I felt it and how it affected my day-to-day um as I mentioned before I'm going to talk now about some health habits hints, tricks, whatever you want to call them, that really helped me, you know, get out of my negative vibe, my negative mind space, the negative aura that surrounds me to be more positive, to get through the day, to perform better, not only on the court and in basketball, but also like perform better as a human and a human without basketball and a human that's living day to day because like, Yes, basketball might suck, but basketball should not affect my happiness ever. Point blank, period. I really don't think it should. So, kind of just things that I have found helpful. And I wrote 10, 10 things down that I want to talk about. And I'm kind of just want to get into those 10 things and hopefully, like, just help some people. If anyone's listening to this, like, and have felt some of the things that I've felt or gone through, some of the things that I have felt. And I definitely think I'm on more of a milder scale than what people could go through, but these are just definitely things that have helped me get through the day, be more positive, be more happy, um, and that kind of thing. I'm gonna take a quick drink. But, yeah, with that being said, number one, I put an exclamation point by this one. Therapy. As I mentioned before, I came from a buck-up buttercup type of household. Not saying that they wouldn't allow me to go to therapy if I asked for therapy, but, like, it was never something we just did naturally. Like, I never really needed it. It was kind of like, you're fine. Stop crying. Don't cry. You're fine. Shake it off. Like, if you're gonna cry, I'm gonna give you something to cry about type of family. Like, no hate. (laughs) No hate to my family, that kind of thing. I feel like that was very beneficial, motivational for me at that time. However, getting here, feeling lonely, not having that support system right there. And I also didn't want to worry them, so I didn't tell them. I don't tell them a whole lot sometimes, but and not having that support system there, I have decided, I decided I should probably go talk to someone else, right? I, it's awkward going and asking for help, and it's not necessarily help. I try and tell people closest to me, like, you really should, you know, invest in this kind of thing more, but it's also just a time and a place and a safe place just to rant, just to talk, get it all out of your chest, off your chest, because I'm one of those people that, like, if I just talk about it, it's going to get so much better kind of thing. If I just get it off of me, I will feel better about it. So, that kind of thing. Also, just to get to get, to get advice um, on like... Th- what was I saying? Oh, also just to get like advice on certain things and certain issues. Um, that kind of thing. It really just... It really helps. Um So yeah that was number one therapy i think it has really helped me it's been beneficial to me i i go to my sports psych i also go to a therapist at my school um we have a sports psych for our team i didn't mention that and she's really awesome she's cool um kiano is her name she helps me out a lot and then my my therapist at school that i've talked to a few times as well um but yes number two um this came from my growing up um after practice i get 30 minutes to one hour to dwell probably too long, but I only get 30 minutes to an hour after I walk out of that gym to pout if the practice was bad. <laughs> and then it's kind of like, shake it off, I gotta move on with my day. So, I learned this is after I would have a bad game um, or anything like that, my mom <laughs> would only give me, like, the ride home to be sad. And once I'm home, I'm over. it. can't be upset about it anymore. We're done talking about it. It's in the past kind of thing. So, I think that has really helped and I remembered that and I think that has really helped me lately. Like I yes, I can feel. I can feel how I felt. I can do that. But once it's thirty minutes to an hour after I walked out of the gym, like shake it off, it is over. It didn't happen. Well, it happened, but like it is in the past and now I'm not gonna change it, so why ruin the rest of my day because of it? So that is something that has really helped me. Number three. Um making to do lists, um, either the night before or like, on the weekend to, that I'm planning to do each day. For me, personally, if I check a box, um, it really helps me. So, like, if I want to do my laundry after practice, um, being able to check that I did my laundry or check that I went on a walk or check that I did this, it really helps me feel better, helps me get through the day. It also helps me not want to just lay in bed and stay inside kind of thing, too, right? It helps me, like, Oh, I have my to-do list. I need to do. I need to get that done so that I feel like I ca- accomplished something today, right? So that has really helped me. I think that is one of the top ones too that I have found that helps because I just find that super. I just thought it was it's a super cool idea, and I think it, it was really helped me. I also caught that one with <laughs> my mom <laughs> during COVID. <laughs> a lot of these are from my mom. Thank you, mom. I love you. Um, but during uh COVID. My mom and my dad would make my brother and siblings, my brother and siblings, my brother and sister and I make lists of things that we're going to do to work out and that kind of stuff um, so that we weren't inside all day because COVID was a time where you stayed inside all day. Um, So, that's kind of where that came from. Again, I remembered that and remembered how much it helped me like be motivated and get things done. So, that's kind of, I brought that back and that has really helped. Um, Yes, so I would say make to-do lists, check things off. Number four, um... As I mentioned, I would either eat everything or not eat at all. So, I plan food. Now, I make a menu. I call it a menu. (laughs) Also, from my mom, I make make a menu on what I'm eating for dinner, what I'm eating for lunch, snack ideas, that kind of thing. I just make a list every Sunday night. Um, This way, I have food planned. If I'm like, oh, what should I eat? I can look at that and just have ideas and that kind of stuff. Also, helps me meal prep a little bit. We're going to dive more into eating habits healthy eating habits and that kind of stuff but meal prep maybe on sunday as well if i have time to just to have things prepared so i can just pop something in the microwave or just pop something in the oven instead of having to sit down and cook a whole entire meal kind of thing which i do enjoy cooking so sometimes i do that choose to do that and that kind of thing but um yes i think having a food plan really has helped too because you need to have those nutrients in your body to give you energy to continue your day because if you don't eat or if you eat like crap if i eat a freaking candy bar every single day after practice or if i don't eat at all after practice both of those are not good so um but yes making sure my body has energy food plan number four number five i think this is a good one for the middle um to show more gratitude so i'm not great at this i'm trying to get better this is one of my new year's resolutions um but it's to show more gratitude um for things around me, for people around me, for you know, all all of the above. Um, but kind of what I w- try and do is just like every morning, just think of like three positives that could happen today, and then before I go to bed, think three positives that also have like happened today to me, you know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. Um, especially at the end of the day, I think this is a really cool way to just end your day, make it happy. Another thing I really enjoyed doing, I started doing this a few months ago. Um, uh, my, um, uh, uh, my boyfriend and I, we always share our, the best parts of our day at the end of the day. Even if we're not together, like I'll call him kind of thing. Be like, what was the best part of your day? And that kind of thing. I think it's just a cool way to like be like, oh, I was like a really good part of my day and he shares his really good part of his day. Kind of just a cool thing. I would say doing that is just sharing the best part of your day with your partner or your families or anything like that i think that's a really cool th- way to end your day um also got that from my mom <laughs> at the dinner t- table every um every night we would share like the best part of our day just showing gratitude and that kind of stuff kind of so what i've sorry i'm gonna take a s- side track real quick but i think a lot of these things are things that i have grown up doing that have made me happy that i went straight away from a little bit um I remember that, oh, I really liked doing that. So, I add that back into my routine that has really intensely helped me be happy again because I'm, like, remembering, like, oh, I liked doing that. Let me bring that back. Maybe that'll help me feel more at home. Let me, like, you know what I'm saying? So, doing that kind of stuff really helped. So, I guess five and a half, if you know things that have worked for you in the past, bring them back. Like, even if it's something simple like sharing the best part of your day or making a to-do list, that kind of thing bring those things back because that can really help that's five and a half (laughs) number six um I think talking to people that I miss really help um really helps me so like I try and talk to my grandparents every single day I try and FaceTime them and spend at least 20 minutes on the phone with them I text and call my siblings just kind of get caught up on their day kind of thing I talk to my mom every day um text them every day just that kind of stuff talk and texting and talking to the friends that I do miss as well and that kind of thing um I think talking to the people you miss and you used to be around, that made me feel lonely. Uh, That has really helped too. So, yes, I would say communicate, talk to people you miss, tell them that you miss them, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Number seven, have routines. Um, I find this beneficial to me that if to have routines kind of thing, like a before I go to bed routine, before I wake up, not before I wake up, I'm sleeping before I wake up, um, like when I wake up routine, like in the morning, or like, oh, after practice, I'm gonna take a shower, or I'm gonna make a coffee, or you know what I'm saying, like having the same routine every single day, or if it's like, after practice, I have 20 minutes to shower, if I shower fast enough, and get dressed fast enough, I can go grab a coffee before I go to work, kind of thing, as I said, I'm a coffee enthusiast, not work, go to school, go to class, um, that kind of thing, or work, but I work at a coffee shop, so I don't need to Make coffee to go to work. (laughs) Anyways, you know what I'm saying. But like if I shower and get dressed and get ready, then I can get a coffee on my way to class and I'll start my day off great with a coffee, kind of thing, you know? Um, second thing. I think routines um really helped me. Um knowing what I'm doing every day before the day starts, kind of thing, um, is really nice. Kind of also goes along with making a plan for the day. Um, number eight, having a clean space. This has helped me a lot. My boyfriend knows this helps me a lot too. Um, I appreciate when my area is clean so if I had a crap practice and I come home and my bed is made my things are picked up that kind of thing has really helped me so like knowing that I try and wake up a little bit earlier to make my bed just in case practice is bad so that I come home to not a freaking mess in here and because my mind's already a mess and if I come home to a mess it just kind of stirs up for a messy situation you know what I'm saying so knowing that um that's also something cool that he has helped me with a lot too and he knows that like if he like he helps me clean up some of my messes cause I'm a very messy person and that kind of thing just because it knows that it'll calm my mind kind of thing um but that's something that I know works for me is if my area is clean like even my car if it's clean then my mind won't be as like ah kind of thing right well that's something you know I do every week just clean everything up or like as I said in the morning if I make my bed it'll help so much or like pick up my clothes, and, like, put my stuff away before I go to sleep, so that it limits, like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, yes, clean spaces definitely, definitely have helped me. Um, number nine, get active and stay active. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, but, like, getting active, like, yes, as I said, my body is drained. I'm tired. Um, but, like, getting out of bed to go for a walk, or getting out of bed to stretch, or do some yoga, to just move, has really been beneficial to me like just getting up to get active to do that stuff has really really helped me kind of clear my mind also show gratitude be appreciative that kind of thing um I think that yeah I think that's really really helped me um as well Um, that kind of thing. Also, I think along with that, you could put in cleaning because that's active. You know, like getting out of bed to do your laundry, getting out of bed to clean the bathroom, getting out of bed to, I don't know, pick up the backyard. I I don't do that. Sorry, roommates, but you know what I'm saying. That's just like an for example. Um, but that kind of thing, just like getting out of bed, moving your body um in a healthy way i think is really good and beneficial for your mental um and finally last but not to least number 10 i put making sure i do things i enjoy even okay yeah making sure that i do things that i enjoy so even if it's a bad day or if it's a good day that i am doing things that i like doing um if it's a bad day might do it a little extra like cuz i know i like to if i'm having a crap day I might go get some Chipotle because I know Chipotle is going to make me feel better or um I'm going to watch an episode of Friends before I when I'm dwelling and touting you know what I'm saying like doing things that I enjoy um even if it's a good day doing those things that I enjoy so it's like a balance like if it's a good day I'm still going to go get a cup of coffee um I'm gonna make a coffee and because I enjoy coffee or I'm going to try new sunflower seeds because I enjoy sunflower seeds or I'm gonna go play tennis and with my friends and that kind of thing because I enjoy playing tennis um that kind of thing making sure I'm doing things that I enjoy good day or bad day even if it's something super small like turning on a show or making a coffee uh, or cooking yourself something you know something that you do enjoy also currently which I'm very thankful for I've really really enjoyed doing this podcast that's something that I have done good day or bad day is make a podcast episode and talk to a microphone in my room but it's been really fun and I really enjoyed it and that is something that I enjoy doing and it kind of just clears your mind and that kind of thing I'd say a lot of this stuff um I've put on here might be distractions but I also think they're good distractions and that kind of thing that just kind of help you get out of your bad mind frame and bad headspace and that kind of thing but excuse me yes but I think all 10 of these can be something that are really beneficial in multiple ways to multiple people um and that kind of thing that are going through anything significant or not significant or really 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 significant just good things to add to your day and these are all things that I'm continuing doing and this is not something I do every single day but like like I said like knowing that I have a food plan Really, is gonna help me throughout the week, so I'm gonna make a food planner. Knowing if I make my bed, I'm not gonna be so ah. After practice, I'm gonna make my bed, or you know what I'm saying, or eating Chipotle if I'm sad, I will go and eat Chipotle, and all that kind of stuff. So, I also showing gratitude, showing sharing my favorite part of the day, sharing that this is good that happened to me today. I'm thankful for this person. I'm thankful that that happened, and kind of just saying that, um, and talking out loud, talking to yourself, and that kind of thing. I think that also all really helps. So. Yes, I talked a lot. I talk fast. I think I kind of talk a little fast. So hopefully you all keep up um, and that kind of thing. I hope you all kind of learned something from this episode and took something from it, something that could help you, um, something that could benefit you in a certain way. But yes, once again, thank you so much. This is so fun for me. I'm having such a good time. But yes, please share my podcast. Talk about me if you want, I'm just kidding, um, but, again, follow my social media accounts that I mentioned at the beginning, share it, um, yeah, please interact with me, too, when I post it up, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say, things you want to learn about, talk about, that kind of thing, just more ideas would be great, um, but, yes, this was just a little intro and some of the stuff that we're going to talk about, so, hope you like it, hope to learn things, and thanks for listening to 10 Habits, that can help your day, <laughs> anyways, thanks so much, bye!